where like it kind of like fades in and they're already having a talk but it's like super out of context so it's like you know this is why like i don't know uh like i don't even know something something that sounds bad out of context i can't think of something right now Uh well this is the inaugural episode of the not just aaron podcast i am aaron and you are i'm not aaron okay but what's your name joseph okay that's good that's a good name Mm. (laughs) i hope so well we'll see so this episode i mean what better way to start off a podcast with two two besties than to have a sort of primer about our friendship how it started how it continued the future of it well maybe not that but you know Mm -hmm. something like that how long have we been recording two minutes okay Continue. You did say in the middle of a conversation, and I was like, oh, that's, that's my... Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> this is the friendship episode, and we're going to talk about... Well, let's just start off with how we met. Um, I think the obvious answer is college. Well, obvious for, for us, not for the listeners at home, but we met in college. Do you want to say where we went to college? Bell I don't Haven. think it matters. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bellhaven University. It's... Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into the college experience right now because we all, we both of us have like... a small Christian college. Yeah. I've talked about it a couple of times on my channel. So anyone who knows me from my YouTube channel will know a little bit at least about how I feel about my college experience, but that's not what this is about. So we met in college. I don't even know what year. What year was that? It had to be maybe 2018 um well we started 2017 i feel like it Mm -hmm. had to have been 2018 um because i remember you didn't start until like spring of freshman year yes because i took an elective film lab this is when i was still doing um creative writing and i hadn't yet decided to like switch over to film yet but um I think Film Lab was like the catalyst for that. Mm. Yeah, because you you um you helped on election. If you remember, Jonathan. Delaney. Were you there? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Oh, <laughs> finally, you for you forgot something for once. Yeah, no, no, no. You helped with um, Jonathan's. Um, well, I film. remember doing it. I just don't remember you being there. Oh, oof. Um, no, I remember. I think okay, okay. This is good. I think I remember our first interaction. The first one that I remember, anyways. So we were filming the segments in the student center. Mm-hmm. which I think was like supposed to be like the end of that film. And mm-hmm. I remember walking up to you and saying that you look very sunburnt because mm. like your face and neck were like red. Well, I, I remember our first interaction, maybe like, I don't remember how that film was shot, but I remember mm-hmm. our first interaction being that um, it was outside. It was outside behind Billy Kim uh, uh-huh. where it was like, we were shooting outside all day and Yeah. I guess I think I remember that first before the end of the movie uh-huh. in the student center. Okay. Did we like interact at all? I feel like I wasn't paying that much attention to you. Well, I guess like, I guess I like to, I consider myself an observant person and like oh, to God. pay attention to things. So like, <laughs> I just noticed like, oh, there's a new person on the set. I haven't seen this person before. Uh-huh. And then it's like, and then I guess you were very like quiet, but very like, um, I don't want to say a hard worker. You were like... I am a hard worker. Well, okay. I'm not saying you aren't. I'm just, <laughs> okay. That's not the word that I would use to this to describe you in this context. It's more uh-huh. like 
you were quiet and you were like, you did, I guess what you were told. So you were the per- <laughs> the perfect film, the perfect PA, <laughs> didn't talk and did whatever was asked. And so I, I think that was when I was like, it, it just, I guess it made a good impression. Uh-huh. Um, a good first impression. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So, um, my next topic was going to be our first impressions of mm-hmm. each other. So I'm glad that that was skipped ahead. <laughs> yours for me, my first impression of you, which is potentially a little ignorant, but you know, I think we were in film lab one day and the role was being called and I hear this name, Joseph Lopez. And then you raise your hand. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> this kid is white. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was my first impression. <laughs> first impression, white. <laughs> Yeah, um, essentially. Um, but, you know, eventually I got to know you mm-hmm. and learned that you I'm are white. white. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. Fair enough. Okay. Earlier in college, I had, like, a thing where I was, like, kind of putting, like, descriptors for, like, people in my phone. And uh-huh. so, and I don't know if you noticed this, but, because um, it was kind of, like, it was maybe, like, embarrassing of, like, if, if it was ever found out, but it's, like, for, like, Sarah Caroline, mm-hmm. I put, like, all, like, the nicest person ever mm-hmm. in, like, my phone. And I remember um, in our group chat, I think it was the movies one, it Joseph on Wants to Me. See Movies, yeah, you labeled me the chillest person in film, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> well, I do that, remember that. That was, like, an accident, because it's, like, uh-huh. I added to you, but it added, like, my, like, contact for you, and so I was like, oh, oh shoot, that's, I feel like that's a little embarrassing. But Is that still my contact name? No, I, I I stopped doing that after like sophomore junior year or something. Oh. But it but it was like I don't know. I guess it it was more like I was just stating that for the um the first impressions thing. If it's like oh like I guess quiet like good worker like gets along with everybody. It was like a good addition to the film apart department. You know? Did I get along? I guess I did get along with everybody. All of the students, as far as I know. Yeah. Like initially. Yeah, well, then, I did in the end, too. Later, thrown hands. What? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. I mean, sort of, but but <laughs> yes, sent. <laughs> yeah. So I'll ask you this. When do you think we became, like, proper friends? I, I guess considering that we needed to, like, prep for this podcast. Shh, I, don't tell them that. D- shh, 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 <laughs> the, the, <laughs> we're, I'm breaking all six walls. <laughs> Um, or maybe, I don't know, three. Well, cause it's normally the fourth wall, but like uh-huh. for a podcast, there's no walls. Okay. So it's like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm breaking several walls at the least more than just the fourth. Um, okay. but no, I have been thinking about this for this topic. For so this... I will say, um, <laughs> you interrupted me. I'm sorry, but wait, I had, I remembered something. You texted me. I can't remember when this was. It had to be some months ago mm-hmm. that you thought that we first like really became friends on Hypebeast. Mm-hmm. Do you remember texting me that? Yes. And I, I think, think that's, I think that answer still stands of like, is that, is that video on your YouTube channel? Well, it is, but I think I privated it. But for the purposes of this podcast, I will make it unlisted. Okay. And I'll put a description, not a description. I'll put a link in the description on YouTube. Um, so, if you're listening on any other platform, you're just going to have to go to YouTube. Or actually, you know what? I think I might post it on our Twitter. So you, so your audience can see just how white I am. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I guess to answer your question, um, 
yeah, I think, I guess that's maybe my guess. Cause it's like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of friendships, at least the way I view them, it seems like they just kind of happen. It's like, you're kind of like, you're just hanging out. And then eventually there's kind of like, you get a little closer or you get like, it's, you're hanging out so frequently that it's just like, oh, we're friends now. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like it was that year when you were doing like your film projects. I don't remember all of them, but like, um, let's see, this would have been my intro, mm-hmm. intro to digital production. Yeah. Cause but, it was a how to video. Cause I feel like I'm not sure, but I feel like I helped you with more than just hype beast, but it was like, mm-hmm. I, I think I guess this isn't, like, maybe the reason we became friends, but just, like, I appreciated that opportunity and that, like, just how much fun I had on that set. And so it was, Mm -hmm. like, it made me want to say yes to more of your projects of stuff where I could, like, be on camera and, like, not be myself. And so I think I just, like, you were a calm enough person that, like, I could, I guess, enjoy your company (laughs) compared, I feel like even though we can be hyper, it's like, I feel like I enjoy like more chill people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that was already a good start and a good first impression. But I think like working on projects together is probably what like strengthened that. And like, I don't know, like bonded us more. Mm -hmm. So I passed the vibe check. (laughs) (laughs) The vibe check. Um, I guess. I mean, that wasn't a meme yet, but yeah. Yeah, I guess, what, do you consider that as well, or do you have, like, something earlier or later? Well, okay, so I was thinking about it, and yes, however, I'm not entirely sure which one of these events came first. Was it Hype Beast or your ordeal with the tall woman from Texas, as we will call her? Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember which one came first. Maybe it was at the same time. It was, it, Hype Beast definitely came first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, because that was when I guess me and and tall woman were still just like friends. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Um, I feel like also around this time, I at least I thought I was becoming really close friends with one of our other film um, classmates. Sure. We'll call them classmates. Um, But after I graduated, you just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. I feel like, okay, so Hype Beast for you, that was your moment like, whoa, we're friends. Um, For me, personally, it was, so this was, I'm assuming, back in like 2018, whenever YouTube broke up, you and the tall woman from Texas. 2019. 2019? Mm -hmm. Hype Beast was made in 2018. Okay. And then I guess like the whole tall woman thing was mostly like first like three months of 2019. You're right, because I think it was cold. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I, I remember it being cold. Well, I, I like that you <laughs> and, and, to... and, and, and. Okay, okay. So do you remember um, finals for... What semester was that? Oh, my gosh. But it snowed during mm-hmm. our finals in, like, 2018. Really? Yes. Like, like finals in December or yeah. finals in, in, in April? Not April. It was December. I don't know, man. Um, but, yeah, I remember, I remember it snowed. Somebody threw a snowball at me. Mm. That was weird. I had no idea who that person was, but I guess, you know, snow. I think you texted me. I can't remember exactly what you texted me. I could go back and look because I like don't delete text, but that's going to take too long. Mm-hmm. So you texted me something and I'm like, oh, who do I have to fight? No, I think either you called me or I called you mm-hmm. and you expressed in some form of communication 
that you were kind of having a hard time with mm-hmm. somebody. Um, and I was like, oh, who do I have to fight? And he was like, oh, I'd rather talk about it in person. So he went up to the study room of our dorm and we had this like whole long conversation about the tall woman from Texas who you were dating briefly mm-hmm. and how she kind of was really not very nice to you mm-hmm. um, after the breakup, how she like blocked you and how that mm-hmm. made you feel really bad. And, you know, I thought it was just nice that I was able to be there mm-hmm. and like listen to all of that. And um, I feel like in that moment we connected on an emotional level because mm-hmm. I think I also talked about because I think think recently at that time it wasn't a relationship like that but I had yeah it must have been at that time I had very recently gotten out of like this really long friendship in like the most ridiculous way I've had I have um two videos talking about it on my channel but okay. brief briefly I will go through it so basically I was friends with this guy from like 10th grade up until my first ish year of college and then I guess the distance really did something to him because out of the blue one day he asked me, this is after Christmas break, um, I want to say 2018. He asked me like, hey, would you mind if you showed your boobs if we video chatted? And I was like, okay. He didn't say those words outright, but he like led up to it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that just kind of made me like so mad because, you know, I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you trying to do all this? But yeah, I think I talked about that with you and then... Um, yeah, honestly, I think I just let you talk for a while because you clearly needed to like get some stuff out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. And um, I had Wingstop, but I didn't eat all of it because at the time I still kind of considered you a stranger and I don't like eating in front of strangers. So now I don't have that issue. Like I will mm-hmm. down some food <laughs> in front of you. But <laughs> yeah so i felt like that was when i first like considered us to be like friends mm-hmm. and i will say we've had our phases with um different people usually just like three mm-hmm. so i think at some point it was like i don't know if girl sam was ever like fully in our group with us but i'll, I'll definitely say that me and boy sam used to hang out a lot and you said you don't remember this but i definitely remember this i yeah i still is it's still fuzzy (laughs) all right well um i have the video oh my gosh so okay i told you about this video right i don't know how long it's gonna take me to find it so i'm just gonna keep talking but i mean you can let me talk for a second i don't know (laughs) go ahead (laughs) well i don't know i mean i don't know what i want to talk about i wasn't sure if like there's anything else to say about tall woman i mean personally not like you can answer this but i'm wondering Mm -hmm. like what i texted you like like something vague something ominous like it's like, hey, can we talk or something? Like, definitely not. But like, I don't think it was something like that. Honestly, I can't remember if you texted me. Mm. Gosh, I cannot. Find we just we just psychically me. connected and met up in the in the study room. <laughs> yep, that's exactly. You what said happened. something's wrong. The wing um, stop can wait. Well, okay, that's not important. But I have a video, right? So you're like in the back seat. I'm in the front seat of Boy Sam's car, and you like hang your head out the window. And this is in your long hair era, mm-hmm. so. I took a video of you in like the rear view mirror Mm. and I thought, you know, it was just a fun moment of the three of us. Mm. This had to be shortly before the end of a semester. Mm -hmm. I just don't know which one. We both have that. If my head's out the window, I feel like it's got to be warm. So I feel like it's got to be. I think it might've been cold. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking then. You know, I I don't like the cold. So I think we kind of answered this already, or at least you did, but why do you think we get along so well? 
Okay, I need. I maybe need to think about this for a second because, okay. I mean, I don't always think about like chemistry or something. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. I'll say this. Do you think we're similar? In some ways, yeah. Okay. What about? I think we have different personalities. Personally, mm-hmm. we're like we have the same interests, mm-hmm. but we have different personalities. I feel like, honestly, I didn't used to think this, but now. I do think this, but I think I'm more extroverted than you are. Really? Yes. Because, mm. you know, over this um, whole Ponda replay. Um, the what? <laughs> the pandemic. Oh, what the, what the heck is a Ponda replay? It's the hit Rihanna song. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm not too, f- I'm, I know a little bit of Rihanna's music, but not a whole lot. Okay. But during that time, <laughs> I found that I really need human interaction more than I thought I did mm. so I feel like I'm definitely still an introvert but I'm not like all the way at the end of the spectrum mm-hmm. like I'm probably more in the middle like an ambivert I think mm-hmm. that's what they're called but I definitely am not as shy as I used to be especially like I don't know middle school but I feel like that's just growing up but anyways what the heck was I even talking about oh I'm well, more I was trying to or it was more like you were talking so that I didn't so that I maybe could could think about my answer. Yeah. So our personalities are similar, but I'm more extroverted than you are. Mm-hmm. I think maybe now that I've had some time to think about it, which honestly doesn't matter because <laughs> because my answer hasn't changed. It was just okay. maybe trying to flesh it out. But um, off the top of my head, I feel like we have I feel like we have very similar humor. Um, yeah. Like we both. Like the internet is is a very like crazy complex thing and there's layers to it. It's like mm-hmm. just because like we use the internet one way doesn't make us the same as like I don't know, like um Facebook moms. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like there's there's communities upon communities upon communities. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we um while we like we're not all we're not in the exact same ones, we have kind of like the same humor and the same like youtube rabbit holes and like Mm -hmm. we kind of know some of like the deeper internet stuff um i guess for our community whatever that is this like meme focused like youtube focused corner of the internet and i feel Mm -hmm. like we both kind of delve into that focusing on different topics maybe like you like the sims a lot well i will say i'm definitely more into like stan twitter memes I get recommended those a lot, and those I enjoy, I think, the most. And yours, I don't even know what to classify that as, but... I mean, I feel like I really like, like, shit posts. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it, but... My my YouTube recommended, I don't know, I I feel like my humor has gotten, like, more and more absurd due to, Mm -hmm. like, just the people I like, like, the... I get... (laughs) Shout out to a Gianni (laughs) Mater Italian name. You don't even know how to say it. I don't, do you? (laughs) No. But his... I feel like his memes are so great, but they, like... They are completely absurd. And, um... What is it? Yeah, I guess, like, the, the briefest way I could say... I was trying to make it sound really, like, cool and complex, but the briefest way is I feel like we have a similar sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And, like kind of very similar like corners of the internet or kind of know those spaces uh that like maybe not a lot of other people know you know Mm -hmm. um 
we also can make each other <clears throat> laugh very easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I can make you laugh way more easily than like you can make me laugh. But that's true. But I also just kind of laugh easily in general. So okay, um, but you yeah. you uh, you can crack me up. Yeah, um, I do, and I do often because once again, I am funnier than you. That's that's false. Uh, all right, chat. Anyway, uh, there is <laughs> no chat. <laughs> vote, vote uh, who you think is funny. Um, vote for me. Thank you. All right. Well, I rest my case. <laughs> um, I, at the very, well, you can't. Maybe the debate for like um, who's funnier that can that can rage on, but like who's better okay. at improv? That's me for sure. I'm not even about to argue about this, but okay. You literally, you literally tried to start. You tried to like, you couldn't even yes and yourself. You're like, all right, guys, we're meeting here today for uh And then you're just like, yeah, I'm bad at improv. Like, Well, you know, I don't have the think juice all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. You caught me on a bad day. But that's the thing. You just got power through. You just got to, yeah, you know. Well, I'm sorry I didn't take <laughs> an improv class. I should have, though. That seemed like a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. I it was a little stressful. Like I got very sweaty every class. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine. Sweaty now. Well, mm. that's a you problem. I think I'm just. Oh wait, wait. I wanted to respond to like the introvert extrovert thing. Okay. I think. I don't know. I'm not gonna say like I'm an amb- ambivert, but there was a brief time where like I thought I was an extrovert because like when was this? I think this was after breakup with tall woman. Um, Did you say her name? No, I don't think so. Not before. I don't think so. Okay. Not. I don't think I ever said it until, like, if I'm just I ever, making sure because I, I feel ever, like I heard it in my head. If I ever said it, it was before we were recording. Okay, that's you're right. Because I was like, huh, look at these notes, and I was like, oh, we're bringing that up. We're bringing Can you read up my handwriting? Her. Uh, yeah. Not maybe not from this angle, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, of course you can. It's facing me. But what is it? I feel like. That was a particularly tough time because it wasn't just breaking up with her, but it was also like losing like that entire friend group because yeah. it was like it it kind of really became like because about... she poisoned them against you. That was the that was the thing that well, got see, me. It, it was like I I don't even know who poisoned who. That was the mm-hmm. thing. It was just such a it was such a um I don't know how much we've talked about this. I've talked about this a ton with like my mom probably a lot at the time. Yeah. Well, I, I just know I've talked about it a lot with like my mom, Melissa, um, Patricia, like I guess my um, a lot of very close friends. I don't know. And we are close friends, but I don't know mm-hmm. how much we've talked about it. But like it, I guess it's something that's kind of like still haunted me a little bit to this day because it's like it was such a toxic friend group where it was like everyone was like whoever wasn't in the room it's like it was almost like all right we're kind of going to talk bad about that person now and mm-hmm. then like and it was so unhealthy so i don't know if like tall woman poisoned the whole friend group against me or if the whole friend group poisoned tall woman against me but like it was just i don't know very sad and confusing because like other than patricia um i i, I pretty much i mean i i lost like the people that I spent the most time with, you know? And mm-hmm. I think, I guess maybe you could even say like losing, losing that friend group, which was not good to, to me, allowed me to pursue other friendships more like you mm-hmm. and um, like um, David, if you remember him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I feel like, like 
I don't know, maybe, maybe this is just like a hindsight thing, but like reflecting on it, it definitely feels like I, I really liked like you and David and, and I guess Joey too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I spent all my time with like that friend group, but then um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it is a hindsight thing, but like, I kind of regret that, you know, cause like David left. And so like, it's like, Oh, I wish I like spent more time with him, you know? Um, he's not dead by the way he just moved away yeah well i just said he left (laughs) i know but you made it seem like oh he's no longer with us yeah i had to clarify um david is not dead confirmed (laughs) um but well yeah i think after that breakup i was so like was so lonely because i lost like my i guess my my best friend at the time patricia was like going through a tough time and or a really tough time of like graduating and and all sorts of other stuff and so um I don't know I just felt incredibly lonely so I felt like I felt like I wanted I was like craving the company of people and so it's like I was like I'm an extrovert but I think like now like two years removed from that I think that I can really enjoy I really enjoy like company with where it's just me I really enjoy time to myself but I feel like Mm -hmm. I also need like I mean everyone needs this I guess unless you're I don't know, a, a sociopath or something, but like everyone needs. I think it's called codependency. No, no, I was going to say like everyone, like humans need human interaction uh-huh. is what I was going to say. And if okay. you like don't, then you might be a psychopath, uh-huh. you know, okay. um, you know, like uh, John Doe in seven, the movie we just watched. Um, we watched that like several days ago. We just watched. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, no. So like, I think I know that I need interaction with people i need to like hang out with like with you and melissa Mm -hmm. and like my brother and other people um but i also need time to myself as well um but i i think like i'm not like an extrovert in the sense that i like to or if i if i am an extrovert if you can even consider it as such it's like i need to be around people like probably half my time in the week maybe Mm -hmm. a little more but it's like i really don't like more than like three or four people i really like small groups anything more than that it's like it's too much but like a really tight like trio or like maybe like five people max is Mm -hmm. like my what i prefer where like Mm -hmm. everyone can banter no one's getting like left out or anything Mm -hmm. um see me and boy sam we were kind of like that for a hot minute until he dropped off the face of the earth until everybody's leaving us Gone but not forgotten. He's not dead either, by the way. He's just nah. I, I don't He's even dead know. to us. <laughs> He's not dead to me. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that's pretty harsh. We can edit that out. <laughs> um, I doubt he'll listen to it. Well, I'm joking. Are you? I don't want to tell him about it though. Then. <laughs> well, if if he has hurt feelings, he can talk to me about it, and then we can talk for the first time since November. Well, I I mean, this can maybe we we talked about. Okay, so we. Well, we haven't talked about that one yet, but like potentially skipping ahead is I feel like I feel like it, it it's good to be careful when like talking about someone else when they're not there, because it's like if oh, they God, do right. hear it, it could <laughs> hurt them. Yeah. And I guess that's that's maybe like what happened here. Mm-hmm. I'm gesturing to the notes, which isn't isn't good for a podcast. But no. um, um, but I also didn't want to skip that bullet point. Okay. Um, so I guess. I do agree with you. I feel like I feel the same way mm. where, I don't know, sometimes, you know, I feel like I like really crave human attention. Mm. 
And attention is really like the right word. Because sometimes I just want people to pay attention to me. Mm. Which is a really weird thing to like admit out loud. But mm. I don't know. It just, it feels nice. <laughs> I don't Recognition. Yeah. And like, you know, just... I used to like try to convince myself that I don't like being the center of attention, which is true. Too many eyes is too many eyes, Mm -hmm. but like having profound, (laughs) but having like, I don't know, just like one dedicated person there to like pay attention to me would be nice. I feel like that's anyway. (laughs) Well, I think like, um, what is it? Do you, do you like the YouTube channel wisecrack? Have no, we ever talked I've never about heard them? Of that. Okay, well, they're like a philosophy YouTube channel. They like uh-huh. dissecting stuff, specifically like culture and entertainment. And I was watching one of their, um, or listening to one of the videos lately talking about um, Spider Man. But it was kind of talking about like, I don't remember which philosopher um, or the name of the philosopher, but it was one philosopher um, proposing or talking about identity and like, um his view i think was like that um a human's identity is almost is partially rooted in like recognition of like just Mm -hmm. being noticed by other people and being recognized by other people and it's like it was kind of almost arguing like if that doesn't happen it's almost like do you even exist um of just like if you only exist to yourself you know Mm -hmm. what i mean which like i guess i don't think i'm going anywhere with this but it was just maybe it just made me think of that what you were saying i think i guess the video was kind of saying that like people humans kind of need that and like if you don't get it you might be you could be fine but it also could be very hard to um i don't know kind of like withdraw from it no i was gonna say like have your identity like or like have a self-identity soul like solely rooted in yourself and Mm -hmm. like just not being either recognized or appreciated by anybody like i feel like that is difficult i guess yeah and i will say um i I remember Uh this as you were saying it but really kind of hurt about my i guess friend breakup from that was 2018 yeah that was 2018 um with the guy who wanted to see my boobas (laughs) is that not not funny anymore (laughs) no it is it's just i don't know (laughs) Anyways, with that guy, how our friendship was is that I could, like, text him just the most randomest stuff at, like, any hour, and he would, like, reply, and, you know, we would have, like, these long conversations over, like, hours, Mm -hmm. and, um, I mean, hindsight, looking back on it, I know why he did that now. Because he's a simp. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, that was kind of the the situation, but, you know... And it feels it feels kind of weird now thinking about that, looking back on that and like hindsight is like, I mean, am I really ever going to have that experience again? Because I really did like, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of relationship that we had where we could just talk back mm-hmm. and forth for like a long time. Not even really about specifically anything, just, mm-hmm. you know, just talking about nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really have that anymore. And that is kind of, I don't know, I guess tough. But then it's you, tough. Then you need to like, I mean, I guess then it's kind of like, do you need to evaluate like if like does the attention still matter if it's not genuine, I guess. If it's if it's I guess simpish. I feel well, I feel like this is maybe more of like a female problem, but just mm-hmm. like if if he's just in it for the booba <laughs> or if he's in it for the the friendship and the relationship. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. I guess 
having that, having someone to talk to and like listen to you does sound very nice, but then it's like, are they really, are they really listening? Yeah, I guess you're about to make me cry. Cause now looking back on it, like I I looked at these notes, I was like, Ooh, that's pretty personal. I mean, on the one hand, like I felt like at the time they were, you know, talking to me and listening to me because they genuinely wanted to be my friend, but Mm. you know, I guess not. I mean, you may never know. I mean, I guess I'll never know for sure, but I feel like that was that was definitely the case. So, mm. and then of course, when even because like our friendship even endured when we went off to college because we went to two separate colleges in like two separate states, mm-hmm. and still, I both of us would make an effort to like call each other, and like have these hour long conversations and just like catch up and you know like we would do when we were back home, mm. you know and. Now I don't have that, so. Mm. I mean, I kind of have it with you, but just mm-hmm. more infrequently. I will say, you're not the best about texting back, <laughs> but that's fine. I have identified I that. I am the and best have... about answering the phone. <laughs> this is true. You do always answer the phone, except for like one specific instance, but we'll get to that. Um, but you are good about answering the phone, just not texting. The second you press dial, I'm like, <laughs> I answer. You're like, what the frick? <laughs> it didn't even ring. <laughs> Yeah, that does happen sometimes, but... It's because I'm always on my phone. This is true. Which makes it even more nonsensical that you don't reply to my texts. I don't know. And listen, I try not to take it personally, but it's it does also, annoy me sometimes. It's also very ironic because I take... It, it makes me a huge hypocrite because like, I take people not responding to my texts very personally. Oh, oh <laughs> And I really? also don't respond to people's texts wow. sometimes. Interesting. Uh, anyway. thinking of more ways to hurt me. <laughs> No, but I think um, that segues really well into how we dealt with COVID because I mean, up until that time, Lizzie, we were both in college and well, you, had in- already, you had already, no. Okay. Continue. Sorry. So up until that time we were both in school and we were seeing and talking to each other on more or less like a regular basis. Cause we had classes together. Mm-hmm. We lived in the same dorm. It was really nothing to just like go downstairs and hang out mm-hmm. and like go get food somewhere and like hang out or whatever. Um, and then of course we'd see each other a lot in class and during projects and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden, you know, that March we -hmm. had to like get up out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, and that lasted five months, I think. So Mm -hmm. let's see, March, April, May, June, July, about six ish months. I think I left in April. And of course we had to to like, I mean, I don't think we saw each other until next semester, like Mm -hmm. senior year, but go on. Yeah, so that was certainly interesting because we didn't really know, like, how it would play out. I remember, oh my gosh, when 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 the Rona first started, they said that by September of, what was that, 2020, it would be all resolved. And here we are two years later, not resolved. But that's neither here nor there. But I will say it was interesting because, you know, you living in Mississippi and me living originally in Alabama is kind of tough not seeing each other and also just kind of not seeing people in general Mm. and so um we did have our little tactic to uh you know not let each other get too down and basically um what we did is we just sent each other youtube videos back and forth for like months i think Mm. if i go back in my phone i'll just see like youtube links Mm -hmm. and like not a whole lot else and honestly that really helped you know because to me it showed that you were like thinking about me and like Mm -hmm. actively trying to like reach out to me, which I thought was very nice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was something to keep my mind off of things in that very uncertain time. And let's see, that lasted up until we went back to school. 
And then, of course, when I graduated that December mm-hmm. and that eight months of terror, that was um, me post-graduation. Um, you are gone for eight months? Yes, I kept count. Because really? remember, I left in November. But wow. technically, I graduated in December. I mean, huh. Well, I guess I want to say that, like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I barely remember that, like, early COVID, like, leaving school and... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd have to, I feel like I'd really have to jog, but I feel like my mind has really like erased that from my memory, partially because of like how maybe traumatic it was. Like, mm-hmm. the, like I don't think we've ever talked about this, but like there was one night where it got like so bad where like I couldn't, I didn't fall asleep that night where it's like, really? mm-hmm. it was, it was, was like it because of COVID or something else. It was, it was because of like, this is more like family stuff of like, um, where it was like my parents were like, so back and forth of like, of whether or not I could see Melissa, like my girlfriend, um, that like, they kind of kept me like, oh, you can see her. But then it's like, oh, you can't. Cause it's like something came up or something. And like, really, mm-hmm. I did and, not know about that. And so there was one night where like, when I, I, I don't think it was like a panic attack, but it was literally like I couldn't fall asleep because like as soon as I felt like I was falling asleep, I felt like my heart was like going to stop. It was it was Sheesh. it was very scary. Yeah. Um, and so I like I stayed up all night and like was kind of like pissed at my parents because I was like, you did this to me. But like they didn't care. Man. So why didn't they did? Was it just like they didn't want y'all to be together or was it because of like safety issues for covid or it was well okay it it's like we're i i wonder okay we're like sort of getting off topic but this also okay. sounds like an interesting topic it was like we've talked recently we've talked a lot about um jose mm-hmm. um and he is um it's kind of, it's controlling under the guise of concern, uh, under the disguise of concern. Right. So it's like, I remember. it is the perfect, COVID was like kind of the perfect thing to happen mm-hmm. for like a controlling narcissist of just like, because it's like, from what I understand of that, um, I don't know, that mental disability or whatever, that mental disease um it's like you want a very controlled, very um, isolated environment. And so mm-hmm. like COVID was the perfect excuse to create that environment where it's like, no one can leave the house. Mm-hmm. No one can come to the house. Um, only I can. Mm-hmm. Um, where it was like, he was the only one that could leave to go get groceries. Everyone else, it's like, we can stay in the house mm-hmm. and we can walk down the street and that's it. Mm-hmm. And so it was sort of like, Melissa can't visit because it's like, oh, her family's not being as strict. She could bring Mm -hmm. the disease to us and then Mm -hmm. we could die. And so it's kind of like Melissa felt really terrible about this because like she felt like she was guilted. It's like, oh, I want to see Joseph. But then Jose twists it into like, oh, if you want to see Joseph, you're selfish because you could potentially kill Annalise, Mm -hmm. you know, which it's so difficult because it's like technically that's true, but it's like so extreme that like it, it's just like I don't think that was like the actual his reasoning behind it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but that yeah, so I feel like 
all that to say is like I feel like a lot of that summer has kind of been like blocked from my memory. So it's like I I feel like I remember the stuff like with my family and Melissa, but I guess mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember t- like I guess texting you videos, mm-hmm. but I guess if I did and you appreciated them, that's nice. But that that whole time was I don't know. I guess terrible in hindsight. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I do remember you telling me, I don't think I knew what was going on at the time, but you told me like he had become like a doomsday prepper or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, thought, okay, re- that's wacky and wild. Real, real paranoid, real like conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Like- We're going from one emotional topic to another emotional topic. Um, I would say that throughout our friendship, we have been more or less on the same page. So far, I think that we've only been in like one major fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was two separate fights, but it was both about the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't even remember the first one being like a fight. I just remember really? like maybe like a disagreement. I think like I think I, think our, I felt more strongly about it than you did. Mm-hmm. Is the whole thing? Well, I mean, that's well, maybe I, it was more like maybe I'm just qualifying like a fight as like someone's like feelings got hurt or like mm-hmm. there was actual like tension or like beef if you will okay i will um, i would say there was a little bit of mild tension on my part the first one yeah okay so just to set it up um i think we all know what happened last year on january 6th except for joseph as it was going on but it, we'll get into it <laughs> well, i don't um, i mean i don't keep up with the news <laughs> so yes but you don't keep up with the news but this was like kind mm-hmm. of a history changing event that was that was my main thing about mm-hmm. it so we're talking about the insurrection that happened last year mm-hmm. i don't want to say i like witnessed it firsthand because i wasn't there but i saw all of it unfold on like cnn and on twitter like as it was happening so it was like it was really wild to me because as it was happening i couldn't like take my eyes off of it this absolutely bonkers event is happening right before my eyes and this could like change the course of american history for like ever Mm -hmm. if it went one way that was how i felt about it i think maybe because i had like witnessed it as it was happening that really informed my opinion about it and then okay so well i guess it, it it mixes in together but of course i made a video not about this but the title of the video is do people not pay attention to politics because the system benefits them? So that's what that was. And no, we, we did have a fight. Mm-hmm. We got into like Before? a, yeah, a proper like disagreement. So I called you to talk about it. Um, that was the day of, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, they're storming the Capitol right now. And you were like, you didn't, you didn't really say much about it. Cause I texted it, you that first. I, I remember it. I remember it now a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so eventually I like called you because I think at that point it was like really starting to ramp up. Like Mm -hmm. they were inside the Capitol, Mm -hmm. like these MAGA people were in the Capitol. Mm -hmm. It's so just, it's, it was a lot to me. It's still a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I called you and I was like talking to you about it and like relaying the events, like they were certifying the election results and there's like a protest and people had managed to get their way into the Capitol and, you know, what you said to me, like, really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I'm being honest, honestly, um, it still kind of rubs me the wrong way. But, you know, I feel like enough time has passed. And, you know, after talking about it to my mom, I have resolved to just forget about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you said that it probably wouldn't matter like a week from now. Mm-hmm. 
And from my perspective, as I was witnessing it all, it was just like, there's no way this could just like go away in a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, here we are a year later and it's still not gone away. Right. Mm -hmm. They're still trying to identify people who are there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, we exchanged some words. I'm going to try to remember. Um, we had had a pretty long conversation. I think it had gone up to like an hour, which I feel like is pretty long for us, but near the end of it, I had said something along the lines of, well, you don't care because you're white or something like that. Something to that effect. You said it like, you said it in like a, I guess it kind of hurt. I don't know if it would have hurt more being direct or indirect, but it was mm -hmm. indirect. Um, right. Where you, you said like, in my experience, like it was implying like what you meant about me, but like uh -huh. not directly saying it. Yeah. So now that you said that, I think what I said was, in my experience, um, the people who don't care about these kinds of things, mm -hmm. referring to, I guess, January 6th, is... Um, or just politics in general. Yeah, politics. Mm -hmm. Is that because um, you don't really engage with politics, which honestly might be a good idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I said that usually people who don't pay attention to politics are like benefiting from it for some reason. Because that conversation that we had that whole row that we were in mm -hmm. inspired me to actually like make that video and like do all the research into it in which that I found that the answer to that wasn't that simple. Like mm -hmm. there are a lot of factors that go into whether or not a person pays attention to politics, which paying attention to politics is a really general metric to like you measure. You can even say participating yeah. more specifically. Paying attention and participating. And so in that video, I learned that things aren't like black and white. Mm -hmm. And so that that was great. That was like some discovery for me. But I made the mistake of including not our entire text conversation, but just that one text. And mm -hmm. I didn't say Joseph's name. I didn't like, you know, that was that was really the only thing I said about it. And then. Um, well, okay, let's go back to the prior conversation. I remember after I said that, we both got really quiet for like several minutes. Mm -hmm. And I could tell like, ooh, I think I just said something wrong. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know how to address it mm -hmm. at that time. And so I think, you know, very awkwardly, we like moved on to like a different topic until eventually we were quiet for like like it was minutes. it was several minutes <laughs> and um eventually we just moved on to something else but i could tell like ooh, i think mm -hmm. i said something wrong and so after that okay after that conversation that initial fight um i make the video i put it out and then um i don't think much time passed in between that either and then um you know i'm like calling you some days and like you don't pick up and i'm like okay maybe joseph is just busy and then it wasn't like the conversation i guess correct me if i'm wrong but mm -hmm. didn't like the conversation like on in january on january 6th like and the video weren't those like months apart like i gotta check now because i feel like i saw the video in like fall you know uh -huh. yeah i think you're right where is my mouse cursor oh my god okay <laughs> It was six months ago that I made that. So six months from here. So like August? So it was six months after. It was, it was, well. No, six months from now. Well, okay. That I uploaded the video. Well, it's been a year. Since January 6th. And then it was six months. And then uh -huh. so it was six months after the talk, roughly. Okay. Maybe. I feel like not a lot of time has passed, but time is weird. 
So, yeah. um, <laughs> time is weird, everybody. This so, just <laughs> at some point, uh, you end up watching that video. I didn't know this, of course, because mm-hmm. you didn't tell me until later. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you just stop answering my calls. And at that I think point, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess I, guess I just want to be specific because I okay. mean, don't want to make myself sound too bad. But I did not answer your calls. But I think it was like for like, let's say three to five days. And I think it yeah, was, it was like, only like a week. It was like three or five calls that I think yeah. I ignored. Um, I think I just assumed you were like busy at the time because I think. And going back to the lore, I'm really good at answering the phone. So it's like, yeah, what's what's going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, okay, so if this wasn't like, I don't think this couldn't have been in August because I moved here in August. Well, I moved here in July. It was before that because I was still at home. Well, this was like August of like senior year, right? No. What? This happened. Okay. Your senior year mate. No. Oh, I had graduated. Yes. I was still living in. Your old apartment. But you uploaded the video in August? I couldn't have. I don't know. It says six months ago. I'm going to look for the exact upload date because I know that that's cap. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Time, time is weird, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> time is weird. So let me no, see. No, because Patricia visited, I think, in July, maybe. Yes. And I... It was before I got my job, uh-huh. which was like... Well, I moved mm-hmm. out of that place in August, and I know yeah. I saw the video in that place. Yes. So, I don't know. I guess, I don't know how much the date matters, but it's more like there was a tie. There was a good bit of time between, like, the the day it happened, the day the Fire Nation attacked, <laughs> and and the day I saw the video. I, I, I need to know now, because I want to be accurate. So, I accurate. need to know. Yes. Okay. Accurate. Well, I was trying to make fun of you, but you did it on purpose. That negates it. Exactly. See? See? I'm the funnier person. No. What? It doesn't make it funny. It just makes... It made my joke June unfunny. June 16th. That's when I uploaded the video. It was okay. June 16th. And so. I saw it in July. Probably. Yes, probably. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've established that, some time passes between us having the first row and then me uploading the video and him seeing it. Mm-hmm. And then, as we said, for like a week, you stop answering my calls. Mm-hmm. I was like... At this point, I think I knew what was going on with like your family stuff. So I just assumed that, you know, you're like busy with all that. So I didn't want to like be imposing or anything. I don't think anything was going on with my family at that time. Well, it wasn't, but I just assumed it was because you weren't answering my calls. Mm. And as we have established, Joseph is very good at picking up the phone. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, okay, I I, I didn't want to like make a big deal about it because something was probably going on. There wasn't anything going on. Well, there was something going on. It was... Because you were upset at me. Mm-hmm. And um, well, you can tell the story of when you first saw the video. Okay. Well, I guess I will do my best to give my honest, um, I don't know, experience of it. But I, I mean, this is a pretty personal first episode. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, we got we to gotta set the bar. Mm-hmm. I think like going back to the phone call on, I guess, January 6th. Yeah, when you said that, I I was, like, very hurt and, like, shocked that you said that. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess, like, I I guess I kind of, like, I don't know if I've said this before, mm-hmm. but, like, or at least to you, but, like, I kind of considered it kind of, like, a, a racist thing to say. Um, yes, but one thing you kind of have to understand about my headspace at the time mm-hmm. is that this was... July 2021, mm-hmm. that previous summer, 
George Floyd was killed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm absorbing all of that kind of all over again, because it feels like that happens like every two years now. Mm -hmm. First, it was Trayvon Martin, and then it was Michael Brown, and then the um, riots in Mm -hmm. City that I forgot. And I kind of go into it into the in that video as well, how, you know, my lived experience kind of informs the way that I interact with politics. Well, I guess I I think like where, where was I going with this? I guess yeah, I I felt like not not I'm not, I guess by saying that I'm not saying like you're racist. I'm just saying like it struck me as a as a racist comment mm-hmm. um, because it felt like it was negating. It was kind of singling me into like just everything that makes up me into this one maybe aspect of me of just like I don't care about politics into that being like well I'm privileged you know Mm -hmm. and I think like I think that's not good I guess and just like and and so I can't talk on I I would never be in the same like headspace as you because it's like I guess I'm not black and we haven't had the same experiences and we don't come out of I guess those those events that you listed with like the same thoughts out of them or the same fears and concerns and like and but i i think it's important to try to understand each other as best we can Mm -hmm. and not try to like generalize of like maybe you come out of those experiences afraid Uh, i guess i'm i'm just uh saying that and like then if i were to say like oh well you only came out of those afraid because you're black or something Mm -hmm. like that like i feel like that would be equally bad where it's like i feel like a black person could not care about those events potentially like it's it's up to them i feel like i'm rambling but like you're making sense okay okay good 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 um i just never i I don't think it's important to try to understand each other i guess is what i'm trying to say and never like assume what someone is thinking or assume what someone's background is i think Mm -hmm. and so like it just it felt like it it shoved all of my experiences of kind of like i didn't know it because i was like a little kid but like my family grew up very poor and Mm -hmm. like you know it's like i am sort of an immigrant or i'm like like half despite how white i look like well you were born in honduras right? mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. technically you are an immigrant and it's like um so it's like yeah and and so growing up very poor being an immigrant sort of despite not looking like it it was kind of like well an immigrant is anyone who comes from interesting not that country and into that country well like so okay i don't know man (laughs) well that is the definition of immigrant Um, so well i have dual citizenship oh i have both that's cool i didn't know that but But, um, um so it was kind of like not knowing all of that about me and just kind of like assuming it because of my skin color. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, so when you said it, it really hurt. And like our, our friendship carried on for that month, but I think it mm-hmm. really put like a wedge between us for that month where it's like, I don't know if I can like be as close to Aaron as I have in the past because it's like mm-hmm. she, I guess she feels a certain way about me that I just, I guess I can't agree with, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, like, because if you already think that about me without, like, knowing my whole past and my whole lore, mm-hmm. um, it, it it's then why even bother telling you the lore and, and all that. And so, yeah. like, and so I guess then my perspective, that's, like, my whole perspective of the talk in those months after that. But then mm-hmm. seeing the video of just, like, all right, we're still friends. Like, we can, we can still vibe a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but not necessarily be as close. But then seeing the video, it's, like, 
it, immediately seeing it, I was just kind of like, oh, like I thought we had moved on from this, I guess. Like, yeah. and so, and then watching it and it's like, oh, like this is about me. And kind of like, it felt terrible because it wasn't just like you, I guess, only thinking that about me, but like also sharing that thought about me with like your audience, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know how many views that has, but like, 87. okay, <laughs> I guess that's not that many, but it's still like, even if they don't know it, the way I felt is it's like, that's potentially like 87 strangers that think like less of me because only because like, I don't care about politics, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, I didn't, well, of course I didn't really see it that way because I never intended for it to like be like that. I mm -hmm. just felt like that specific instance was like a catalyst for me to want to know more about a specific topic Mm -hmm. because I mean, I didn't put you fully on blast. I didn't put our whole text conversations. I didn't say it. Yeah, it was just the one text and then a snippet of the phone call, not the actual phone call, but just Mm -hmm. what you had said because it had stuck with me so much. Mm -hmm. However, that one instance led me to like do research, Mm -hmm. not like Facebook research. I I read some studies, okay, Um, and to like actually really try to understand this perceived phenomenon, Mm -hmm. right? And through that, I ended up learning that, you know, Like I said, it's not all black and white. It's not just like a simple solution. Oh, rich white people don't pay attention to politics because that's clearly not the case. Rich Mm -hmm. white people love paying attention to politics, Mm -hmm. which is something that I found out in my research. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So like, you know, it honestly, I think I was trying to come to a very simplified conclusion in that video, but I couldn't. But I still wanted to like publish what I had found. And honestly, I do still maintain that it's like. One of my more well-made videos just because of the amount of emotion that went into it and the amount of research that I did to like prepare for it. Mm-hmm. So which is why I haven't like taken it down or anything mm-hmm. like that. And also because we have more or less resolved the situation. Mm-hmm. And so and I like think, I said, I um, think I just had to I guess for me to for it to be resolved, I just had to make sure that like you didn't, I guess, still think that about me, you know, and you said you didn't. Yeah, because we like had a whole conversation once mm-hmm. you finally started picking up my phone calls mm-hmm. um, about how you felt about it. And I genuinely felt like really bad because that, mm-hmm. you know, really, really wasn't my intention with that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so is there a saying about intentions, intentions, something, something, then well, something, like, something? Um, the only, one, the only one I know about intention is the road to hell is paved with good intention. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. it. Right. So I had good intentions making that video, but the outcome was like not good at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, even though I intended for it to be like a learning experience for everyone, it ended up being something that almost cost me my friendship. So mm-hmm. um, that's the backstory for that video. But, you know, eventually you had explained to me, you know, just like you said, all of your lore and everything. And I really <laughs> came to the understand. Lore. <laughs> yeah, I really came to understand that, especially, you know, after making that video, that people really are very multifaceted mm-hmm. and that things just aren't black and white, like at all, ever, mm-hmm. except for the colors, black and white. Mm. I think yeah. like, um... well, um, I will say that I did end up talking to my mom about it because I... Honestly, okay, so when it first happened, like, in January 6th, I honestly just felt, like, super appalled that you could Mm -hmm. just, like, think like that, right? And honestly, I was just going off of emotions at the time, so. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom was like, okay, I think you two just don't need to talk about politics to each other anymore. And I was Mm -hmm. like, 
yeah, maybe you're right. And so now we don't really talk about politics unless you ask me something, which... Or just like, what's going on? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So can't talk about everything in every relationship. And I know, okay, so there are some especially impassioned people of color on Twitter.com. There's, there is especially impassioned people of all skin colors on well, Twitter. Well, I know, but I'm saying specifically. Uh-huh. Okay. Some people of color, so specifically. You're, so you're focusing on these, on these, on just impassioned people of color, not impassioned on anyone. Okay. Yes. Who think that, you know, you absolutely cannot be friends with someone unless you share the exact same political ideology with them. Now, okay, in some instances, that makes sense. Like, obviously, I cannot befriend a Nazi. It's just not going to work. I can't befriend a Klan member, you know. I'm not Daryl Davis. Mm. I'm not built for that, right? So and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like... But I'm saying, like... Do you at least admire maybe those people that try to do that? Yes. Okay. However, I'm going in a different direction with this. Okay. Some people... Some impassioned people of color on Twitter.com say that you can't be friends with people like that or even really interact with them. And I think that's a little unreasonable because I feel like people are more multifaceted than just their political ideologies or whether or not they pay attention to politics or care about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. Because I will say, honestly, I think I've had enough Negro suffering for like a lifetime. Mm. So I... It's, it's hard to say that I don't pay attention to it because I kind of can't not pay attention to it because it's just like there. But I, I've i never been to a protest. I have never used like my social platforms, which I don't even have much of a platform to use, but whatever. Some people think that even if you have like two followers, you should be out there like spreading the good word, but whatever. Um, I never used my platform to like really be very outspoken about these issues. And it's just because I'm fatigued about it all, especially after, you know, the whole George Floyd summer. I just I didn't go on Twitter for like a good month after that, because Mm -hmm. all I saw was number one videos of a man dying over and over on my timeline. And I just could not take that at all. Mm -hmm. That is too much. And of course, you know. Just people being angry about it and being like, it made me feel like I wasn't doing enough, Mm. even though I feel like specifically for like the Black Lives Matter movement. But I feel like, you know, as a black person, I feel like me being alive and thinking that my life matters is enough, if that makes sense. Like, I don't feel like I really need to be out and about like that. Some Mm -hmm. people can do it. And those people are great. Mm-hmm. But I value my safety, which is why I'm not going to a protest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that just all goes back to, you know, certain impassioned people on Twitter.com. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I will say that I disagree with those people. Mm-hmm. I think people with differing ideologies can get along and even potentially be friends because I kind of sort of made a video about this. Oh, my gosh. I'm referencing so many of my videos and you haven't even seen them all. But I made a video about a sort of how, kind how many of, of them are less than seven minutes. <laughs> This one's over. (laughs) This one's definitely over seven minutes. But I made a video about the sort of okay. I'm not Canadian, so I don't know really how prominent he is. But I would say prominent Canadian conservative YouTuber JJ McCullough. Mm. Nowadays, I don't. He definitely doesn't talk about politics nearly as much as he used to. But back in the day, he used to like actually be on TV as like a political pundit and do Mm. all that stuff. And he was like heavily conservative. But not like, 
I, I made a, a point in that video to point out how different, like very different, American conservatism and Canadian conservatism is. Mm -hmm. And personally, I think that J.J. McCullough is like a way more agreeable person than your average American conservative. Because mm -hmm. he just seems like a nice guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You probably have never seen one of his videos, but no. Okay, so I don't know. He, he just seems like a guy I could have a conversation with and like, mm -hmm. like a normal person who also happens to be a conservative. Mm -hmm. So like I said... Things are multifaceted. And even though he is like a conservative and that's heavily associated with like being anti-LGBT, JJ is a gay person and he's a conservative. Mm -hmm. So things are more than black and white is what I'm trying to make a point with that. So I feel like people of differing ideologies absolutely can get along and be friends. And that is just my opinion. I, How I do you agree. Feel? I agree. Okay. <laughs> well, it's settled. <laughs> Thank you. You've solved racism. <laughs> I gotta show you one of his videos because I do like his channel. It's very okay. fun. It's a fun channel. However, out of, out of curiosity, how long have we been recording? Uh, hour twenty, hour twelve. My my roommate's just in his room, starving to death. That's um, his problem. Okay, it's like should have stored some food for the winter. Exactly. Um. Um. But we have we we have one more. Well, and we actually, can. I. Well. I guess I wanted to say, maybe to end on a, I mean, it's not where we're ending, but like mm -hmm. to end on a nicer note, it's like after we did resolve things and, oh, well, after we did resolve things from like the the video and kind of talking about that, um, I guess maybe, I mean, I've already said this in like a, in like a birthday card, but like, I think like that whole most of 2021, I think I felt like very like lonely because there was a lot of stuff that was like going on with my family there was a lot of stuff like um i guess covid still going on like mm -hmm. graduating dealing with um film stuff there's just um wow has it it's okay there's just there's just a lot going on yeah um and so like i felt very like lonely because it's like most of my i guess friends have moved away it's like they're either busy with work or mm -hmm. like david moved away you moved away and so it's like for a while, it felt like I, like I only had like Melissa and like Melissa's great. She's fantastic. But like she's just one person. So it's like she wasn't mm -hmm. enough. But I, I feel like I I've really appreciated you moving back because it's like you are a, a, can, a friend that like consistently hangs out and is available. Unlike, mm -hmm. I guess, a lot of my other friends. And so maybe I just like since resolving that, it's, I feel like for me, it's just been really good of just like hanging out and like having someone other than Melissa to hang out with, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, I, I also struggled <clears throat> with deep, deep loneliness mm -hmm. uh, during those eight months that mm -hmm. I was away. I don't want to, like, be melodramatic and say I was, like, depressed or whatever, because, like, it's not like I ever, like, talked to anybody about it, but I will say that was probably the worst I have ever felt in my life ever. Worse than high school. Mm -hmm. And that's a... It's hard to talk that, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, definitely moving back helped a lot. And, you know, also... The fact that I, I guess, also kind of don't really have that many people to talk to. Like, recently, I've been trying to, like, branch out and make new friends. But, like, I kind of don't know how. Mm -hmm. So, like, okay. I downloaded Bumble for, like, you know, the Bumble reasons previously. But they have this other setting where you can use it to, like, find friends. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Bubble, Bumble Friend Finder. <laughs> and so I thought about using it. Is it similar to Adult Friend Finder? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you find friends who are adults. <laughs> but no, I had been on that for like a hot minute. I tried it out for like a day, but I don't know. It's kind of hard because the way that I make friends 
and also really form any kind of relationship, which is why I find online dating to just be hellacious. But that's another podcast topic. Online dating. Something I have zero experience with. Well, I was going to say dating in general. But oh, you know. okay. Um, well, okay. That, that fits in. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, the way that I make friends is just like seeing someone on a consistent basis, which is how I made 90% of the friends that I... All, all of the friends that I had when I was in school, like K-12, is just the people that I saw on a regular basis. Because, like, I, I mean, when I was younger, it's not like I really went anywhere. The only place that I went and, like, had constant socialization was at school. Mm. And that kind of also went into, like, college. That was, you know, the only time that I had, like, constant socialization. Because I, I wasn't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to parties. I wasn't going to, like, bars. Um, <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like, breaking out of that. Um, not really. I mean, let's see. These are more, maybe more reasons we get along. We don't drink. We're both kind of lonely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we like memes. This is true. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink on special occasions. Like, not this Thanksgiving, but last Thanksgiving, I think I had like a glass of wine. I don't really like the taste. <laughs> well, this most. one was really good because mm. it was fizzy and it was sweet. Mm. I can't remember the exact brand of it, but also for... Very emotional, deeper reasons that I wish to not get into at this juncture in time. <laughs> NFTs. What do NFTs have you to do to, about you it? You have to drink your NFT worries away. <laughs> Just like, no. oh my god, the economy. But NFTs. We're not talking. We're not gonna. We're not talking about NFTs. But there's a reason that I just don't want to get too comfortable with drinking. I'll just mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. So that's primarily why I don't. I, I've not. Been, I've not not previously. Two for not really liking drinking. Okay. Another episode. <laughs> Another episode. Okay. Um, I would say that that only really happened like now within like the last year that mm. I had thought that. But anyways, I don't go places like it. The way that I make friends is kind of hard to make friends as an adult like that. And also something I don't think it's weird. I think it's just more interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't had like a close female friend since like high school. Mm. Because I don't know if I've had a close male friend since high school. Well, <laughs> like boy Sam for like a little bit. Yeah, boy but... Sam is boy Sam. Hmm. Anyway, but um, I don't want to get off too much of a tangent, but the one like close female friend that I had across middle and high school, um, we just kind of went different trajectories. Like she became a cheerleader and was like really pretty and like, you know, mixed. I don't know if mixed is like a bad thing to say these days, by the way. We would, if, if someone was mixed... We just call them mixed. So biracial, I think, is what you call them. But, you know, mm. in the black community, if you were high yellow, as they say, you were automatically like better. Even though I am like a light skinned person, mm-hmm. being mixed was like being above light skinned. You learn something. Community? Yes. Why? Colorism. Well, but like, do darker skinned people think that you're like, does someone darker than you think that mm-hmm. you're better than them? Well, no, it's not like an individual thing. It's like a societal thing. Like okay. it's but ingrained it's in, in the, okay. It's ingrained into like the black psyche. Colorism is like a really deep issue that I don't even know if I could like well, it seems fully like parse it. It's but almost like to me, it seems like a deeper layer of racism in a single race. Exactly. Well, it's colorism. It seems it seems really bad in my opinion. It is really bad. Okay. I wasn't saying that it was a good thing, but no, I wasn't saying you were. It was just like it. it I feel like I don't like, like, we, I guess we don't talk about politics and like, maybe we'll disagree on this, but like the movie in the Heights, I really didn't like the controversy, the controversy Mm because everything has a controversy nowadays, but like, 
I didn't like the controversy around that movie because it was like, why aren't there darker skinned people in this movie? There's mm-hmm. too many light skinned Latino people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not enough dark skinned Latino people. And I was like, well, there are. But then it's like, but no, we need like a dark skinned main character. And it's like. Like a um, proper Afro Latino. Yeah. I um, will say personally that <laughs> I understood where they were coming from mm-hmm. with that. And I sort of kind of agree with them. Mm-hmm. You know, even though that I, being the light-skinned person, do benefit from colorism in some Mm -hmm. way, even though that's not a good thing, I don't like that it's like that. But I think there does need to be more darker-skinned, positive representation in the media, but Mm -hmm. we're not going to get into it. So, um, back to my friend. Um, We kind of went in different trajectories in high school. Like I said, she was like the pretty cheerleader girl who mostly got along with everyone and, you know, went to parties and stuff. And here I am hating everything and everyone around me. All I wanted to do was go home and play The Sims and just, I I just, I I wasn't having a good time in high school. And also I honestly kind of felt that I was better than everybody, which honestly goes to like some deeper part of my psyche that also relates back to, you know, being black, but- Oh my God, Aaron, were you an incel? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> honestly i was on my way i was you know, i was you know not like the other girls i was on my way to becoming a fem cell we, pro- um, we probably also get along because we're both not like other girls oh my god what are you on the enneagram <laughs> what oh, okay you don't know what that is Ingram? Maybe that's the enneagram yeah i don't know what that is okay Maybe i've only done the myers-briggs <laughs> i mean <kinda>. mostly <laughs> probably but yeah. I mean, Patricia got me into it, but like, I, it probably is more, but it's probably mostly white people. <laughs> probably. Um, but um, after that, me and this other girl became the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like, probably better friends than me you are like right now. The only thing mm-hmm. is that we never like hung out outside of school because that just wasn't something that I did at the time. Mm-hmm. But something that happened was that one day I get to school and she's just not there mm-hmm. and nobody knows where she went. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm getting there. Oh, man. No, I kind of wanted to be left on the cliffhanger. That's, like, shocking. It is shocking. It was shocking to me at the time because, like, I was, you know, trying to text her. And, like, we also had that relationship where we just text each other all the time, not about anything in particular, and just, you know, have random conversations about the randomest things. And we also had a very similar sense of humor. And then one day I get to school and she's not there. And eventually I find out. Now, this was the prevailing rumor at the Sorry, time. What, what happened? <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay, I, but I feel like we also need to be wrapping up. Okay, okay. This was the prevailing rumor at the time was that her parents took her out of school because they found out that she was gay. And like, really? Yes. Was that was public school? Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. And they had like moved her to Georgia. So she was gay? Yeah, I guess to take her out of that environment. I have no idea. And so like, we got to get her out of these gays. I mean, I guess there was a very large lesbian population at my high school. I will say that. Were her parents like really conservative? Her mom was. Uh-huh. I don't think her dad was. So I was reflecting on this actually pretty recently. And I, I think what. Like I mean. I, no, no, no. I get, okay. okay. I, I feel like what actually happened with my, my, my female soulmate is that um, I think her parents may have been getting a divorce at the time. And what actually happened is that her dad took her to Georgia because that's where he was from. Her mom was from Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think that's what actually happened. Of course, I've never gotten to the bottom of this. But um, after that, I just never saw her again. I never talked to her again until like literally last calendar year. I had been recommended her account on Twitter, right? 
and it had her name on it and it had her picture on it. I'm like, whoa, that's her. And I still had her phone number. And so I thought, okay, if it's her, if it's not her, then whatever. But if it's her, then we can maybe reconnect again. So I ended up texting her and be like, hey, is this so-and-so? And she was like, yeah, who is this? And it's like, it's it's me. And she's like, oh my it's goodness. It's just Aaron. <laughs> Roll credits. That was so lame. I, I can't believe you're ruining this special moment for I'm me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we ended up reconnecting briefly. And I mean, we still don't talk because honestly, so much time has passed since then. That was my sophomore year of high school that she just like up and left. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to say that it would be like weird or anything. But I mean, she does still live in Georgia. Um, as far as I know right now, she graduated college. She's working on her master's degree. She's living with her girlfriend and their dog. So um, as far as I can see, she's happy. And unfortunately, it seems like her dad may have passed away in the last couple of years. Mm. And um, it seemed like she loved him a lot and didn't really mess with her mom all that much. Probably because of, you know, divorce things. But mm. yeah, Let, let's wrap this up. Final question. Do you consider us to be besties? Um, well, I feel like I, I don't know, maybe the, maybe like the simplest way I can answer is like, maybe like second to Melissa, but I haven't like, well, she's your it. girlfriend. That's yeah, I know. Different. But like, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I haven't like, I guess I haven't thought about it entirely. Um, okay. I have. And the answer is yes. Okay. May, like, I try to like quantify things like, like <laughs> mathematically, are you my best friend? Um, <laughs> okay. I guess I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done the, I haven't done the proof yet. Okay. Um, but I, I would say probably, I would say off the top of my head, probably currently with okay. like, cause it's like, it's like Patricia and I were slash are like very close, but it's like with that distance there, it's like, you can't be necessarily as close hanging out as much. And so like, I feel like with the closeness of our friendship and the frequency of us hanging out, I would say probably, yeah. But okay. I, I don't know if mentally I've, like, labeled it that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I understand. But I I guess I also have distinguished, like, between, like, best friend and, like, girlfriend in the past. Where it's, like, Melissa, Melissa's my girlfriend, but, like, Patricia's my best friend. But even then, it's, like, in an early stages of, like, a relationship. It's, like, I still considered, like, me and Patricia, like, better friends than Melissa. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I think, like, since me and Melissa are, have been together for, like, two years now, then it's, like, I, I think... Mm-hmm. more than that mm-hmm. um two years now um i feel like now it's it's kind of like okay she's my best friend and my girlfriend mm-hmm. yeah probably yeah however I, I feel like okay i feel like it's different because obviously you two know each other on like a deeper more intimate level mm-hmm. than you and i know each other so i feel like they're in different categories well but 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 this is true you can mm-hmm. say that but i guess these are my categories that i'm like well yeah because I think, like, me and Patricia have, like, a very intimate, very, like, personal relationship. It was completely plat- uh, platonic, but it was, like, it was, I guess, very deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Because, you know, I've shared some very personal things with mm-hmm. you that I wouldn't exactly just go, like, telling anybody else. Mm-hmm. Especially, oof, this, uh, these eight months. Mm-hmm. Man, that did a number on me. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, that was a good first episode. High five, bestie. <laughs> All right, okay, we're not. But she faked me out and like, oh my god, it, it oh, hurts. All right, I can't podcast, believe you fell for that. Canceled. <laughs> Maybe that—that's why we're not best friends. <laughs> High five me. I'm I let, can't believe you fell 
Oh my god. Podcast canceled. Too easy. Podcast canceled. Too easy. <sighs> I don't think see, if if we were best friends, <laughs> you would know how much that hurts. <laughs> like <laughs> Anyway, for those who don't know, she offered a high five and then faked me out, which like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I guess we can't get into that. But like, man, I am going to cry about this later. Good. Unironically. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Anyways. Well, um, that's going to be it for. Right, Melissa's my best friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me do the outro. <laughs> wait, wait. Who are we sponsored by? We got to. We don't know. Um, I don't know. This episode is brought to you by. Uh, Joseph's roommate, who uh, so graciously uh, said he would be quiet, but I heard him talking several <laughs> times throughout this episode. But we're not going to talk about it. Um, busts out. <laughs> so this 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 episode is brought to you by Connor. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I need to do the outro now. I'm a need, pro at this. Oh wait, what? I need to, outro. Oh, I I need a part in the outro. Well, I don't know if you know like what to say. Bye. That's it. Yeah. All right. Um, make sure you are subscribed to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, if you want clips, juicy selections from <laughs> podcast episodes, you can go to our YouTube channel, and that is called the Not Just Aaron Podcast. Um, be sure to be following us on Twitter and Instagram at Not Just Aaron Pod. And if you want to discuss things on social media, we do have a special hashtag. I came up with it. Hashtag NJA Pod, and you will see that in the bios of our Twitter and Instagram. So that's that. And we'll see you whenever the next episode is filmed. Recorded. Why do I keep saying filmed? Oh my God, I hate that. Okay, whatever. This is over. <laughs>